friends. This is a story that I want to tell you that actually used to happen to me. Now, there was a weird girl in my class. We'll call her Beth. She would always stare at me. I thought she had a staring problem or something. I never judged her about it because maybe there was something wrong with her, like maybe a mental illness or something. So I always just left her alone about it. A couple months later, I realized that she was always staring at me almost constantly whenever I was at her house or at school or wherever I was. And if she was there, she was always staring right at me. And she looked terrified, like she saw me and I was just like a ghost or something. So one day I asked her why she was always staring at me. And she said, I'm not staring at you. I'm staring behind you. And that was actually a story that always happened to me. Like, there was actually that weird kid in my class. And they just never leave me alone. Now let's listen to a story called The Only Child. She didn't hesitate dropping her five-year-old from that bridge into the unforgiving rocks some 80 feet below. She was perfect. So is her husband having an ugly son. It's unacceptable. Her husband was devastated. Well, she did not do a lot of faking. A year passed as she gave birth to another, but this time it's a beautiful baby girl. He once again satisfied, and at least she was too. Some five years later, she had a walk with her daughter in that familiar bridge. Midway through, the daughter hugged her very tightly she said what's wrong she asked her daughter that and she replied with a whimper and said i'm scared so scared i love you mommy i've always loved you oh i love you too sweetheart but why are you afraid i'm afraid you'll drop me off this bridge again said the daughter So let's listen to a story called The Operation. On the farthest point of Long Island, the last scrap of land that still counts as New York, sits a timidous, abandoned building protected by its own isolated location. There is also at any given time two to three security guards there. However, 
if one approaches the cast iron gate on the night of December 4th, you will see that on this night, even those few security guards refused a word. The gate is left unlocked, and the winds will utterly still. Nearly just gone, fog filling the air, going directly to the main doors and step within, there will be a signal on a radio, but it will be static. You will walk down the hallway and end up in the middle of the fog. If you look to either side upon entering the building, you will see a modern operating room through the last door. The further you walk, the older the equipment will get and the more old fashioned the doctors will be dressed. When you finally come upon the end of the hallway, the screams of patients will be nearly deafening. The hall will be terminated in an open door leading to a single wooden table where a man in a woolen and medical clothing stands brown from blood will be bent over a corpse. The body's face will be covered and the man will turn silently throwing the top onto a cloudy jar of liquid filled to the brim. He will hand this abnormally heavy object to you before turning back to his work. Instantly, you will be outside of those cast iron gates. From that point on, disease and injury will never affect you. But if you ever open the cloudy jar and pull out the contents, you will find a heart pulsing and beating loudly right in your palm a sudden feeling of horror and revelation will pass through you as realization strikes you that you have just pulled out your own living heart from your chest wow You were the one on the end. At the very end. What would you do? If you did that. And you just stood there for a good three seconds before you died. And the second before you died, you realized it was too late to stick it back in the jar which was the only way to keep you alive. Let's listen, let's tell a story called The Message. Don't dismiss this outright as the work of some writer. There's some sense to the story. If you hear me out, look, we all wonder if time traveling is possible, right? Well, let me tell you something. It is. 
I'm from the future, actually. I know you probably don't believe that, but seriously, I'm from the future. It's a really great thing. Um, getting to see the past, watching events unfold, stuff like that, and we know more than we ever would. Behind all that fun that we are having through all the darkness that was there, there's a more serious aspect. We aren't supposed to go in our own lifetime. We are never allowed to contact our past selves. Let me tell you why. I'm breaking this rule right now. Yes, kid. You're talking to yourself. Your future self. I'm going to be executed for this, but you know what? I accept that. I'm preventing something by talking to you that is worse than death. I can't tell you outright, but I want you to trust me. Do what I say, because you need to live. The first word of every sentence is don't look behind you. So here's the message. Read the first word of every paragraph. So without further ado, let's get into the story. It's called Someday. Okay, so Sunday. I'm not sure why I'm writing this down on paper and not on my computer. I guess I've noticed some odd things. It's not that I don't trust the computer. I just need to organize my thoughts. I need to get down all the details. Somewhere objective, somewhere. I know that what I write can be deleted or changed. Not that that's happened. It's just everything's a blur together here. And the fog of memory lends strange cast to things. I started feeling cramped in the small apartment. Maybe that's the problem. I just need to go and choose the most expensive apartment I can get. So for my apartment now, the only one in the basement, the lacking of windows down there makes the day or night seem to slip by. Seemingly, I haven't been out in a few days because I've been working on this programming project so intensively. I suppose I just wanted to get it all done. Hours of sitting and just staring at a screen. It makes you feel strange. I don't know why, but I feel like every time I look at that computer, more and more time goes away in my life. 
But last time, I decided to go on the dark web. I finished my program and went on the dark web. I found videos of torture and all sorts of stuff like that. I saw murders and I saw blood. I even saw this one lady slit her own throat. But after all of that, I still hate, like, I still hate today's Sunday, even after wasting all my time on the dark web. Sunday is the day that I died. Sunday is the day that I was killed. And it's the worst day. Wow. I don't know why that story is a story, but it's a good story. So here we go. Yeah, remember, link in the description. Um for my Patreon website.